everyone to the Jesus Revealed podcast. It is day 14 of our series, of our 40-day series, actually, where we're just chronicling the life, the ministry, the, the birth, the resurrection, the death of, of Christ, and just everything in between that. And today, we have been walking this journey for about 13 days. We're on our 14th day. We're quite grateful to everyone that has been watching, everyone that has been listening to us. If you still have not subscribed, I do encourage you to go to our podcast. It's called Jesus Revealed on Spotify and on Apple Podcasts. If you are on YouTube, you can just look for the Solemn Word of Truth channel and you'll find the Jesus Revealed series there. You'll find about 13 and now 14 days of just packed knowledge, 14 episodes that is. And we're quite excited about today. We're with Pastor Nigel Pele, who, who is with us. And we are just talking about this is... Look, every day of this series has been significant, but today is, is quite a, a poignant one because it talks about Christ, the Son of the living God. And our scriptural references there are, are Luke chapter 9 from, from verse 19 to 20, but in a layered way, we're going to be looking at Matthew 16 from verse 12 to, to 20. Pastor Nigel, welcome to, to the podcast and, and thank you for being here. It's a pleasure, Zintle, and uh, glad to be here. Thank you for having me. Great. So let's let's go into it. So going into this this passage, Jesus is asking his disciples who people think he is, and they obviously come up with with various answers: Elijah, John the Baptist, a prophet, or, or just whatever that they that that people have said. And then he points it back to them, mm. and says, who do you think I am? And here comes Peter in his shining moment, revealing that he is the son of the living God and indeed the Christ or the Messiah. Now, let's maybe look at how then, or let's zero in on Peter's revelation. And maybe firstly, let's look at how then the revelation came to, to Peter. Yeah. Well, thank you. I think um, what is important is just to take a step back and understand how Jesus got to that point. If yeah. you read the whole chapter, and in fact, Jesus was was was, for lack of a better word, called out by the Pharisees and mm. the Sadducees, mm. Mm. and it almost was that they were, in fact, they were testing him. But I think it almost was they were pointing out to Jesus they didn't believe. Yeah. They did not yeah. believe yeah. that he was the Messiah. They were questioning him, and they wanted a sign of his power, mm. and to some degree being the times that it was, they were almost ridiculing him, you yeah. know, and making yeah. him to seem that he was joking about it or he wasn't really true. And so after that, Jesus actually then moved on with the disciples, and the disciples then got a little bit of a teaching there where he talked about yeast in the bread. Yeah. And they yeah. missed the yeah. point, right, because they thought he was actually upset with them because yes. they forgot the real yes. bread yes. getting to that point. And so I think it was a little bit of a build-up with Jesus. And at that point, he decided to sit with them. And when the bread saga was over, and actually speak with them and ask them, who do they think that he is? You know, yeah. so just setting the context. And to get to your point, I think the, the, the confession of Peter, as they call it, you know, is one of the most critical and one of the most uh, uh, talked about subjects, preached yeah. about subjects. But I firmly believe today that we should understand that Peter, for some reason, and Peter being one of the, the disciples that I think we always said he's more hot-headed or yeah, whatever yeah. the case might be, 
he caught the revelation. Hmm. You know, having spent time with Jesus, like the rest of the disciples, may, maybe he watched a little bit more, maybe he listened a bit more, maybe he spent more time when it was time to pray, but he caught the revelation. And when Jesus hmm. asked him, whom do you say that I am? Uh, he said, the Messiah, you know. Um, and so some scholars believe that even though uh, the different disciples walked with Jesus, some had other, some had busy days, other jobs, other vocations, but Peter paid attention, you yeah. know. Yeah. And that's why I believe that he, he got into the understanding of who Jesus was and he mm. got the re revelation. But the word of God says that when he said that you are the Messiah, Jesus said, flesh and blood yeah. has not revealed that to you but my Father who is in heaven. So I firmly believe as well that it is part the Spirit of God, you know, mm. the Holy mm. Spirit, mm. and being in the company of Jesus, he caught the revelation. Yeah. So I yeah. hope that answers your question. It yeah. does, it does. And, and I guess it, it contrasts what the Pharisees were demanding mm. of him mm. in mm. that they want a sign. And, you know, a part of me thinks, even if Jesus showed them the signs, mm they wouldn't have caught that revelation. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. And I think there's also a contrast in the Sadducees and the Pharisees with the disciples and the way Jesus engaged with them between the world and yeah. the world, the, the physical world as we know it, the carnal world as we know it, and the spiritual realm for that mm, matter. You mm, know, mm. But when Jesus says that flesh and blood had not revealed, then clearly it was the kingdom of God. It yeah, was the spirit yeah, of God yeah, that revealed yeah. to Peter. And so very much like today, you know, the Jesus that we know can walk around right now. Yeah. He can be in our presence right true, now. True. And one will see him in the physical nature and say, this is just but another man. Yeah. And someone else may see him in the revelation and in the salvation of being a child of God indeed. and realize this is the Christ. Indeed, yeah. indeed, Pastor Nigel. And now, once then, Peter utters the revelation of who Jesus really is. There's then what Jesus says after around him saying, indeed, that flesh and blood did not reveal this to you, yeah. but the, the spirit of God or the, the spirit of my father revealed this to you. And then upon this rock, yes, yes, uh, yes. I will build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail. Now, let's look at that in, in that Christ building his church then upon the rock and, and in that we're saying upon the rock of that confession. Yeah, and why then, Pastor Nigel, that is a significant thing around Christ building his church on that revelation. So ultimately, as a child of God, as a believer, even as a non-believer, it is the coming moment, the awakening, when yeah. you receive salvation and the revelation of who Christ is. Now, mm -hmm. I'd like mm -hmm. to make a point then, and for our audience, we could be believers in church, we could be saved, but not yet have our encounter, hmm. our revelation of who Jesus is. Yeah. And often, <clears throat> many people find the space when they actually have a, a troubled moment, mm. when they have a challenge in life, when they take the theory sometimes of what they hear from other pastors, when they learn yeah. from, from yeah. different material, what they read in the Word of God, and now they press in, they fast hmm. a bit harder, they pray a bit harder, because yeah. they're seeking yeah. the yeah. face yeah. of yeah. God. And it's in those moments that the revelation of who God is comes through. And that's the rock. That's Indeed. the rock even in Indeed. the scripture that Jesus is saying, that's what the church is built on. Hmm. That's who we are. This is the fraternity that we are a part of. Yeah. Not just the building, but the community. 
the ideals that we share, etc. And if I may, and go on, yeah, you please, know, besides please. just the, the rock being the, the critical part, that portion of scripture from about verse 13 in Matthew 16, it goes on to say that, that firstly, Jesus blessed him. He said, yeah. you know, blessed are you, Peter, for that. Indeed, and then he said indeed. that the revelation is not by flesh and blood, but by the Father. And that's important, again, that we have that spiritual revelation. Yeah, yeah. As a child of God, we're not just part of this earthly world, but we're part of a heavenly kingdom as indeed. well. And again, the way we see the world is not just through the physical nature. The Word of God says we walk by faith, not yeah. just by sight. Yeah. The yeah. other amazing thing was the revelation uh, of the rock and, and the rock upon which the church was built. And then it goes on to say, not even the gates of hell will prevail. Mm. What's amazing for me there is Jesus probably, well, Jesus already knew that his time was coming yeah. to go through crucifixion and the resurrection and that he would take the keys of hell. Mm. And he was mm. able to say that with some authority that not even hell is going to prevail because he knew who he was yeah. and what he was going to go through. The scripture also talks about, and you will be given, and he will be given, Peter, so us, the, key, the keys, keys yeah, to the kingdom yeah, of yeah. heaven. Again, like the, the, the prayer, the, the, the Lord's prayer says, thy kingdom come, thy will be mm, done. Mm. And for me, it is, again, a powerful statement that we, as Christians and believers, when we enter into that revelation and have our, our, our moment of salvation, then you know what? we have the keys to yeah. the kingdom of heaven. Yeah. We have all the power, all the authority, all of the blessings, not only, but also all of the inheritance, yeah. as Ephesians yeah. teaches, yeah. Yeah. that goes with being a child of God. You know? And then finally, he says that we would have legal access into the spiritual power where what we bind in heaven yeah. will be bound yeah. on earth, yeah. what we loose in heaven will be loose on earth. You know? So that portion of scripture for me Similar to the Lord's Prayer, but it's almost a declaration mm. of who a child of God is yeah, when he has yeah, his revelation yeah. moment and his salvation moment. And I just want to close that point by saying that it's not a once-in-a-moment kind of thing. It's ongoing. Indeed, you know? indeed. As you mature as a child of God, you will also pick up greater experiences, greater battles that need yeah. more faith. This will test us. This will grow us and stretch us in the revelation of who Christ is. Yeah, and I think what is is comforting on, on, on that, Pastor and thank you so much for that, is that all of this, and, and I'll go back to that rock of a confession, mm. that Jesus is the Messiah. He Absolutely. is the son of the living God. Yeah. So to whoever confesses that and to whoever believes that and to whoever walks in that, there is that assurity that comes from the confession. Absolutely. Yeah. The yeah. confession and the rock, to stay on that a little while longer, I love it. It also is a, it is a, is a, the evidence of the fulfillment yeah. of who Jesus is as the Messiah. Mm -hmm. You know, the word mm -hmm. Messiah then speaks to the fact that Jesus is the Savior, right? And it goes to the Old Testament. Yeah. All the prophecy about the Messiah that is coming in the mm -hmm. book of Isaiah. Mm -hmm and other parts of the Old Testament where they talk about someone is coming even greater than John the Baptist, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. And so that's critical, and the significance for me is that it's the fulfillment of the prop prophecy that the Messiah is coming. Mm. It is then God's master plan, yeah. salvation, to, to bring his people back to him, you know, Indeed. to reconcile yeah, mankind, yeah. not just Christians, not just Jews, not just Gentiles, 
but mankind yeah. back to God. And ultimately, it is brought in such a simple way through Jesus legally entering the, 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 the earth, legally entering the land of the living, and being able to say that if you believe in me, mm. I am the way, I am the truth, yeah, I am the life. Yeah. So when Peter said, you are the Messiah, he declared, you are the way, yes. you are the truth, yeah, you are yeah, the life. Yeah. And so we can all enter, we can all enter the kingdom, we can all go to the Father freely through Jesus. Yeah, and I, I, as you, you're, you're talking about this, Pastor Nigel, this, us building our life upon this rock, and then in your earlier points around these keys mm. that have been given to us mm. and the authority mm. that, that comes mm. with them. In the back of, 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 of my mind, I, I think about then, yes, I've got these keys. Is there then a responsibility that comes with how maybe one uses or exercises that authority. Absolutely. And I'll answer the point on responsibility, but I, I, I would like to raise the, the point or the awareness of the fact that knowing that we have it, yeah. we don't really use this authority. Mm. We don't really mm. use, or maybe we don't understand, and that's where constantly we are learning, we are praying, we are seeking sure. the face of God. But as I, 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 I progress in ministry, I realize how much of power we have yeah. and how little we know or realize the power hmm. that we have. Uh, you know, at the end of the day, the miracles and the great things that Jesus did when he walked on this earth, in truth, we have the same power. Hmm. Because hmm. the same power that lived in him, that raised him, is in us. Yeah. You know? yeah. So one is knowing your identity. Mm. And I, I, I liken it to, to having the DNA of Christ in us now. Mm. So it's not only the blood of my father and my parents and my forefathers that flow through my veins, but also the DNA of God yeah. that goes yeah. through you and is in you when you become a child of God. So in that DNA, there should be no more sickness and there yeah. should be eternal healing. Mm. There should be no more worry and strife. You know, yeah. There should yeah. be no more lack. There should be no more concern um, although we live in this world, we know that our home is in heaven. Yes. And yes. so comes the responsibility, the mm. responsibility that as we walk in this power, as we walk in this knowledge, as we walk in this revelation, responsibility as the word of God says to guard your salvation yeah. with fear yeah. and yeah. with trembling yeah. every day to come before God and say, God, you are the creator. Mm. You live in me. In addition to teach and encourage and love each other and show each other the way, um, in, in using these gifts, in using this identity responsibly, and certainly as a ministry and as, as, as the house of God, we need to be the light to the world Indeed. and show them that, yes, two people, one serving the Christ and one not can be in this world, hmm. but one could have a completely different experience of this world and of yeah. heaven compared to the other. Wow, Thank, thanks, Pastor Nigel, indeed. And now let's, let's maybe just try and get to then the end point around it and, and maybe see how we can wrap it up and by looking at just the significance mm. of, of Jesus revealed to us mm. as the Son of the living God and, and maybe just bringing that maybe to the fore in, in what we have read. And obviously that, that is the, the main point around that confession. So... Pastor Nigel, as, as we wrap up then, what would you say is the significance of Jesus being revealed to us even as a son of the living God? I think 
The first thing around the significance is understanding that everything and all things upon this earth or in heaven or in any part of existence or creation has always existed for the glorification of God. Jesus himself came, the Son of God, God himself, as the Bible says in the book of John, the Word that became flesh. He had all the power in the world but still submitted to the will and plan and almost, I say, instruction of God the Father. So the significance for me in this scripture is when Jesus was revealed as the son of the living God, he was revealed as God's perfect plan and will for mankind upon the earth. And it is always interesting that the disciples, and they remind me of of all of us as the servants of God, that some knew, some didn't, some (laughs) took it seriously, some some were just with Jesus, some made some mistakes, and uh, some were more concerned about the food, and some were concerned about other things. But the one or two, like Peter, when they got the revelation and said that you are the Messiah, the significance then is that the glorification of God Mm. is complete. We all exist Uh, being saved and believing in Christ to glorify God, to bring to God glory in the way we live, in the way we minister, in the way we portray our ministry, in the way that we we, we serve him, in the way that we serve mankind. The next thing about the significance for me is that the plan of God was fulfilled, and whilst it was, it it was, in my, the way, the word I'll use that, it was bold. Jesus didn't come, do what he needed to do and go. He did it the way that God wanted it, which was to show that I am the son of the living God. Mm. You know, I am Jesus. I am the the, the right hand of God. But I have come to fulfill God's plan step by step by step, you know. And in the revelation with the disciples as well, uh, the significance for me is that it has left a lasting impact, lasting impact more than 2,000 years now, Mm, you know, mm, lasting mm. in that it has propelled the Great Commission, lasting in that it has left enough power and enough will for all the servants of God and disciples of God to continue with the message of Jesus Christ. The final significance and the the third point that I'll make around the significance is for you and I, Mm -hmm. for you and I to believe in Jesus for you and I to know that salvation only comes through Jesus, for you and I to know that we can have a personal relationship and a personal revelation with this God through Jesus, for me that is significant. Because with all due respect, uh, there is no other living God. Mm -hmm. There is no other God that hears us. There's no other living God whose son sits on the throne right now and makes intercession on our behalf. And there's no other living God that came to earth that walked with people, that was crucified and rose again, yeah. and that lives yeah. today yeah. forevermore. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the significance for me. Man, that's that's really power-packed. And I and I hope people were just taking notes around those those three points. And just across those, 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 the, that discussion that I've had with, with Pastor Nigel. Pastor Nigel, thank you so much about just bringing to the fore just the impact of that revelation of, of, of Jesus Christ to, to everyone, to, to me and to everyone that has been listening and, and watching this. So God bless you, Pastor Nigel. Thank you so much for being with us. 
Thank you, Zintle. My pleasure. God bless. Thank you. And to everyone that was listening and watching, thank you once again. If you like this, like it on our, on our pages, like it on, on, on YouTube, and leave a comment. If you've got questions around what was discussed and what was shared today, please feel free to, to, to leave that comment or question, and, and, and the team will, 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 will just endeavor to, to answer those as, as, as promptly as we possibly can. But thank you so much. We have 26 more days to go. Please be with us. Walk this journey with us. Subscribe to uh, Jesus to Jesus Reveal podcast on our on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, or like us and follow us and subscribe to our page Salom Word of Truth Brackpan on YouTube. God bless you.